Welcome to Pop Culture Roulette for all your pop culture needs. We're America's Podcast. So, I'm Nicholas. I'm joined by our running guru, Jeremy. What's going on, guys? And full sticker advocate, Justin. Oh, yeah, that's me. (laughs) I love how uh, our our titles are just based on what we did the previous weekend. uh, (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. Haven't bought a a sticker in months. Month? So, I'm kind of in recovery now. Oh, okay. I guess then we're we're joined by Justin, recovering sticker addict. Yeah, getting the shakes. All right, so let's just dive right in. We'll get right to the big Halloween uh, Hollywood news. The most important thing that came out of Hollywood this week: some earth-shattering news. Beverly Hills Cop Four with Eddie Murphy. Wow, I oh, was right. unaware of that. Yeah. I, I, I can see the just excitement <laughs> on the face. Oh, yeah, everybody. Yeah, uh, that's about the level of excitement that I, I expected. <laughs> I, I listen. I mean, look quick, Justin. Quick, look up when was Beverly Hills three? Beverly Hills Cop three made. Gotcha. The first, the first two Beverly Hills Cop movies are a lot of fun. The third one, eh, not so good. I, the fourth one, like I just, what, what are you gonna do? Like, what, what well do you go back to? <sighs> yeah, is there a? Do they have a premise? Is there details? Other than the fact that Axel Foley was a cop from Detroit who moved out to L.A and became like a detective out there so like he's a you know hard-boiled midwesterner <laughs> living you know in a fish out of water kind of yeah yeah the third one came out in 94 okay so it's 84 87 94 wow so 20 27 years ago It'd be 28 years ago 28 years in between three and four. Pretty sure he might be retired at this point. Yeah, I mean, what is, I mean, I know a couple years ago they almost did uh, uh, Beverly Hills Cop the series where Michael B. Jordan was going to play Eddie Murphy's son and he was on the force. Hmm. And for whatever reason, that kind of fell apart. I mean, probably good for Michael B. Jordan because. He got to do Creed and Black Panther and some other stuff that he probably wouldn't have been able to do had he been stuck on a TV series. But uh, yeah, but yeah, okay. So that 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 news not so interesting. We'll move on from that. <laughs> well, I mean, I just I don't know about all these resurgent things. What about the? I mean, did you see the Coming to America sequel? Yes. 
Was that good? It, it was not as bad as I expected it to be. Okay. Like, I mean, Coming to America is a movie that I saw for the first time this year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we did have this conversation back when we were first starting our right. series up so, again. But, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, so it's not like I've got this, like, love for this, you know, 35, 40-year-old movie <laughs> right. that a lot of other people have. <laughs> like, I'm not like, oh, my God, Coming to America. I saw that in theaters in 86. and This was the greatest movie ever. And John... Uh, and so like i saw it and then like a couple months later coming to america came out uh and i watched it it was fun i mean it was not as good as the first one yeah but you know it wasn't bad i mean like you know when you have comedies where you have like uh dumb and dumber and then dumb and dumberer Mm-hmm. Like that one wasn't bad, but then you had like Anchorman, and then like you know, 10, 15 years later, you had the abomination that was Anchorman 2. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or Zoolander, and the even bigger abomination that was Zoolander 2. I still have never seen the sequel to that. Uh, you're, you're not wasting your time. It's, yeah, you're not, you're not missing a whole lot with that one. It, it's not good. <laughs> I mean, it's like you can only get smacked to the nose so many times before you got to learn. I mean, I, I watched all those other sequels. And I was like, come on. So, yeah. All right. Well, I won't check I, it out. I don't learn. I keep watching that. <laughs> oh, coming to America? Coming to America? Oh, oh you put a two in the t- title. Oh, oh that's you funny. Oh, I'll watch it. Right. <laughs> yeah. One of these times, though, I mean, maybe it'll work out. One of these times, it's going to be like, "Oh my god, this is the greatest movie ever!" Mm-hmm. How did you? How did it take thirty years to figure this one out? Yeah, but most of the time, I think you're going to end up with a uh, Anchorman two. Oh. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, Terminator three. Yeah. So uh, I've been in stuck. I don't have a segue for this. I really, I've been trying to think of a way to segue into some of these stories, but I got nothing. Maybe we can put some magical sound effects in. (laughs) Do the Wayne's World. So I've been stuck in this 90s nostalgia recently. Um, I've been on either iTunes or Pandora. I guess not iTunes now, Apple Music. That's how old I am. I, I, uh, I've been just clicking like 90s alternative hits or 90s alternative mix. And then I'll just listen until I hear a band where I'm like, yes, I love that band. And then I'll just listen to their like full album. Mm-hmm. So I've been like, I've been hardcore going on like Our Lady Peace and uh, Seven Mary Three. Or nice. Just a lot, you know, uh, not uh, Offspring, like bands that like when I was in late high school, college, I just, I couldn't, you know, that I listened to all mm-hmm. the time. And obviously this week also Pearl Jam uh, 10, one of the greatest albums ever made, turned 30. Wow. Disagree with me. Come on. I see uh, You're waiting. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't want to open a can of worms, but uh, best ever made. Interesting. Interesting choice. Uh, well, come on. It's good. It's, of, it's really good. I, 
I, I didn't say best ever made. I said one of. Okay, okay, okay. Fair. Does one of classifiers like top five, top ten, top three? I, you know, I would say probably in the top five. Oh. You know? mm-hmm. I mean, plus you have to put it in the historical context of like, it changed music. I mean, it when 10 came out, I mean, Nirvana Nevermind had been around for a little bit. Um, and then, you know, Alice in Chains' Dirt came out shortly thereafter. So Soundgarden had Bad Motorfinger, but that didn't hit the, the, didn't get them going until they put out Super Unknown. But, but really it was Nirvana Nevermind and Pearl Jam 10 that changed the entire decade of music of the 90s. Like, you had them put out their albums in 91, 92. Uh, no, they both would have been 91. Uh, well, never mind, might have been 90. But it, anyway, um, they just, they, it completely changed rock radio. It changed rock music. Rock music at that point was all hair metal and glam metal. And, mm-hmm. and you know, it was big, bold, you know, women's. Uh, Shoulder pads and bouffant <laughs> hair. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then these guys came out and it was just like raw, you know, just show up however you were dressed off mm-hmm. the street and just, you know, it wasn't, you know, power ballads anymore. It was just raw, emotional, like, you know, stuff that mattered kind of. And it changed. I mean, the, the main rock radio station in Atlanta dropped its entire format. And started a, a whole new way of doing it because of of you know that those bands that just all came kind of came out. I know a lot of them came out of Seattle, but it wasn't just Seattle, but, but that Seattle sound, that grunge, mm-hmm. you know, they basically didn't create alternative music. Alternative music has always been around. I mean, you go back to Devo and they might be giants and people like that before, mm-hmm. you know, in the eighties, but they they revolutionized what music was. And if you look at the nineties, you see what Pearl Jam and Nirvana did for had that entire decade, you know, yeah. the, with what they did for the music and what the music did for the fashion. I mean, we all started wearing flannel and growing our hair long. And, and some of us still do that. <laughs> yeah. That is, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I won't fight you on this, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but that, that does lead me to my new my next story about Nirvana. So uh, we know the the classic like iconic Nirvana Nevermind album cover, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's there are just there are a few album covers that are burned into people's minds. Uh, Pink I Floyd. Think, <laughs> I think Pink about that naked baby at least once a day. <laughs> um. But you got Pink Floyd, uh, Dark Side of the Moon. You got the Beatles, Abbey Road. You know, you you got you got albums like that. But then you also get to the Nirvana Nevermind, mm-hmm. where you got a naked baby chasing a dollar bill. Right. Um, well, that kid. Uh, I didn't write his name down. His name's not important. <laughs> um, Fuck it. <laughs> well, he's a douche. Uh, Is he? <laughs> yeah. Normally, you well. Know, yeah, he is. So he's up to <laughs> try, trying to get free stuff still, like thirty years later. So thirty. Plus, I'm not. 30, I'm not paying for this coffee. I was that baby. So for thirty plus years, 
this kid has been living off of this album. <laughs> like every five years, he'll like recreate it or, or like pose next to the picture. Or, oh. or um, I my understanding of it is is that he literally has in like two or three inch block letters, never mind tattooed on his chest. Oh boy! Like he, you know, he has constantly been trying to dine off this album because he was you know a couple of months old when his parents threw him in a pool and some fancy art photographer was like yeah pictures click 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 yeah he is suing nirvana uh, so dave Grohl, kurt Novoselic, and, and the estate of kurt cobain all the record producers and everybody for one hundred fifty thousand dollars each Anybody? Did either have you either of you heard this story yet? I haven't heard this. No. Oh, okay. All right. So if you had to take a guess as to what his reason for trying to sue Nirvana would be, what would you think? Defamation of character. He's saying okay. that the, he's saying that the album makes people think he's got a small wiener. <laughs> okay, that, that, all right. That's a good what answer. Would you, what would you think? Oh man, I mean, that's. Oh, I got another. I got another child abuse getting thrown into a pool. Okay. I would say limiting his job opportunities. Okay. Um, Ex- exploitation. Justin is getting close. He is suing them for child pornography. Oh. Oh, oh my God! But. <laughs> He's making he's been making money off the back of that album cover for 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna throw they're gonna throw this case out like immediately. It, this how, is how much do you think he's made off that album in the last 30 years? There's no telling because because his big the big thing in, in the article that I was reading was that his parents like because I guess his parents like knew the art photographer. Who was just doing like you know some sort of random art project, and they're like, "Oh, you just had a kid bring him down. Let's throw him in the pool," and like so they signed the release for like five hundred dollars. So like his his parents were like, "Whoa, it, they had." I mean, obviously nobody had ever heard of Nirvana. Nobody had ever you know nobody knew that that album was gonna blow up the way it did, and that Smells Like Teen Spirit would be, you know, one of the most iconic songs of grunge ever. But so, you know, obviously they probably were like, wow, we should have done more than ask for $500, but it's too late now. Wow. Like you, like, like you said, he's been dining off this album for 30 years. Yeah. I'd yeah. like to but, know what, what he's made in royalties off that album over the last 30 years. He's make- made nothing. He's made nothing in royalties. Oh, if he made, if, I say if he made anything off of it with the biggest picture, no. all right, we want all of that money back. But to say that it's child porn and they he you know he wants to sue for this and that, first off, the the government was forced. Now both of, yeah, Justin, you might remember this, Jeremy. I doubt you do. Back in the day before digital cameras, you had to take your little roll of film, and you had to go to Walmart or Target or Walgreens and put it in an envelope. And then put the envelope in a box. And then like a week later, you'd go back and they'd give you all the pictures. 
And yeah. then you look through it, the pictures. It'd be in that canister. You'd have to take it in, call them. Are my pictures done yet? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. All right. Yeah. And then you'd look through the pictures. <laughs> and then invariably, there was always like one or two pictures missing or like, you know, something in the background you didn't know was happening. Yeah. Right. But they had to change, not the law, but they had to, to lay out more evenly what the law was. Because when you're printing these photos out, the people who are printing them out are obviously also looking at them. Right. Yes. So if they ever saw something that was illegal, it was upon them to call the police or just throw the pictures away. And there was a number of, of uh, you know, busybody women eh, could have been men, but probably mostly women who would call the cops on parents for like the sitting on the potty picture or the bat, you know, first bath picture, or, you know, all those embarrassing pictures that your mom loves to pull out when you bring your date over. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, the, the embarrassing, like, Oh, look, he was three and running around naked, you know, uh, playing here, kid, playing cowboy. Here's in, well, the, here's, here's in the tub playing with a rubber duck. Yeah. Right. The, so the government had to be like, that's not child porn. That's just parents being dicks. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they were very clear about like what the definition of child porn is compared to what like, you know, pictures of parents just thinking they're being funny or taking a cute picture. That therefore classifies the Nirvana cover as not child porn. Right. Um in so fact, case guess, closed. <laughs> yeah, basically. So case closed. Judge, Judge Nicholas is throwing the case out. <laughs> but uh, uh, I guess during the creation of the album or the album art, some yeah. of the record producers kind of got a little nervous about it. Uh-huh. Understandable. You have a band that really isn't well known that yeah. wants to put a naked baby on their cover. And a naked baby that's got the penis hanging out. Right. Like very clearly. Right. And uh, so Kurt Cobain came up with a response to it. He said he wanted he'd put a sticker on the plastic on the outside of the album mm-hmm. that said, if you have a problem with this, you're the pedophile. <laughs> nice. Good answer. <laughs> um, the, the record label went, ah, let's just pretend like there's nothing wrong with it and ignore this situation altogether. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 clearly Cobain himself knew that this could be an issue. Yeah. But so he also had something saw, loaded up and ready to Yeah. And so saw it as a like it's not child porn. If you think it's child porn, you're the problem. Right. Like not yeah. not us. Yeah. You yeah. are. Yeah. So we're so, saying this guy is douche of the week. Yeah, and I mean he's clearly just out for money. I yeah. mean, you don't. I mean, aren't we all the, out for money? That's the meaning of yeah, life. But I mean, the ways of going about it. Yeah. Some people put in the hard work, and some people sue for something stupid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I read the article a little bit. It said that he was, he finally had the courage now to do it. It's like, well, dude, you wouldn't have done all those photo shoots and stuff before if you had well, such a problem. I finally had the courage. <laughs> you have never mind tattooed. On your chest, yeah, like, dude, come on, 
Like yeah. the only reason anybody knows your name is because anybody is like every so often like, whatever happened to that Nirvana kid? Oh, it was me. Ooh, ooh, me, 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 me. Ooh. Yeah. He it's should the, give all the, the money back. Year, it's the five year anniversary. It's the 10 year anniversary. Uh, what a douche. Yeah. All right. Well, to cleanse our palate of the douche so we're not just a negative podcast as we've been trying to to be more positive and yeah. get ourselves out of yeah out of yeah. that yeah with i have a taste with, of that kid's dick out of my mouth <laughs> with jeremy's enlightenment uh, please please isolate that little clip right there i i want <laughs> i want that clip text message alert right there i want that clip. Almost jeremy messaging me. that's gonna come back to haunt me <laughs> Um, so I have a hero of the week. I don't know if either of you bothered to do a hero, but I have a hero. My hero is a guy named Joe Adele. Okay. He is the right fielder for the angels. Oh God. All right. (laughs) Um, he was, uh, in Baltimore and, uh, fans were, were calling for the ball. So he tosses the ball into the stands then he knocks uh, Soto right out of this one kid's hand, just clean right out, <laughs> knocks it right out. Okay. And instead of going, uh, instead of being like, ha ha, you deserved it. You're an Oriole fan. The next inning he came out with a bat that he signed and he gave it to the kid, like a full, uh, like a, a, like a, I don't know if it was game used, probably just one of the ones he has in the backup, mm-hmm. but he gave the kid a signed baseball bat and the kid was all like, Screw the Orioles. I love this Joe Adele. I'm an Angel fan now. <laughs> nice. So you got, a, you got a hero and a douche in that story. You got a, you're going to be a bandwagon fan just because someone gave you something? All Come right. On, the man. kid might have not said, said that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's a really, that is a nice move. That's a really... The kid, si- the kid did say he was going to be a huge Joe Adele fan for the rest of his life. But, <laughs> that's, that's fair to be a fan yeah. of a player for something like that. It, yeah. it's it's always nice to see those interactions but yeah um, that's that's you know i, I feel it, like you don't see a whole lot of that in baseball but you do see a lot of that with like hockey stuff mm. with them giving kids the pucks or the sticks i i think you see it a lot in baseball you just don't watch baseball a lot yeah this actually just happened pretty recently with a brewers player uh Ma- manny pina was giving that's kids- right gloves that's after right. he hit his grand slam and his other homer in the same game yeah that was see that was a nice interaction yeah. those and kids then, became manny fans for life i don't even know if those kids were brewers fans when he gave mm. them this stuff i don't think they were no mention of manny opinion nicholas what is that uh because they'll brew tv blocks out the <laughs> the brewers and i can't i can't watch the brewers i did they do they do, all right i can watch the brewer game after the fact, like, mm. oh, it's already over. Here's the score. How many hits? How many runs? You know, errors. But if you'd like, you can watch the game now. That's lame. Oh. But I did see they won today. So, man, they're six to two, I believe. Yeah, that, that is uh, that team is under the radar. I, I feel like they're going to do some real damage in the playoffs. It's all, about, a, it's all about Milwaukee sports right now. They got they got a shot. Four one four baby. Uh, but yeah, let, uh, that that's a great hero. I I agree with you, Nicholas. I like to see people 
doing good things for uh, the youth of America. Yeah, especially pro- especially like professional athletes or any celebrity, pretty much that does things for kids. Yeah, there's there's something about that. We've all well, probably met. We've probably all met someone who was a celebrity douche in our youth. Yeah, I could think of a few, but I'll save it. Yeah. Because I've met so many famous people. <laughs> the list goes uh, on and on. I, 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 see, I've never really met a celebrity douche. So. I'm actually curious who yours is, Justin. Let, let's hear the, let, I want to hear the story. Throw, sell, sell this guy out. All right. Well, I'll start the day before. I went to a car show in Milwaukee with my dad. And I met uh, Ray Nitschke. Nicest guy in the world. I was probably about nine years old. You know, I got my, you know, my Packers stuff, me and him getting it signed. And we're coming back the next day to meet, at the time, my favorite Packer, Don Beebe. I got my Don Beebe jersey on. I'm standing in the line. I get the signed picture. And my dad's like, hey, can we get a picture of you and my son in his Beebe jersey? And he's like, No. We don't have time for pictures. We've got to keep the line moving. And he just shoot us along. Wow. Where the day before I met Nitschke and I got a picture with me, him, and my dad. And the guy came up to him and he's like, Hey, you know, you gotta you, you can't talk to the fans so much. You gotta keep moving. And he's like, I will stay here all day until I talk to every one of these people because I'm here because of them. Wow. And then the next day I got that treatment from Don Beebe, where I was like, oh, all these people are like, oh, the fans, the fans. And he's like, nope, we don't have time for pictures. Move mm. along. So like a nine, eight, nine-year-old kid wearing a Don Beebe jersey. Oh, did just, you did you burn your BB jersey after that? I wasn't allowed to play with fire. <laughs> I, never you were, wore, I know I, you weren't allowed to, but I'm sure you probably did. still did. <laughs> I've I've never worn that, I never wore that jersey again. Oh, oh, damn man. you, BB. That, well, I didn't have a douche before, but I'm going to nominate him as my douche of the week. Yeah, that's heartbreaking, that is, man. That's that's terrible. Especially after the first interaction of just like, this guy's awesome. He's here for us to get met with. Nope. Go. Uh, well, so if if uh, if the OT or or um, PCR really blows up, what kind are you going to be like? the first guy and just stay as oh, long yeah. as we have to i will whatever it takes no pictures kid move on <laughs> <laughs> the very first time we ever do it no nah, wow. i can't sorry <laughs> got Don't a lot take, of shit to do tonight man <laughs> can't take pictures of sasquatch i'm out <laughs> i uh i was i was accused of being a chatter earlier today oh a chatter yeah, yeah so Somebody who just, you know, will talk to anybody. So I imagine that we're going to be in a line where people are going to want to take autographs and pictures. And it's going to be like, guy, there's a line. You've been with this one person for an hour. Oh, it's a couple more minutes. Uh, the, the people there, like the fans are going to be trying to leave. Okay. Yeah. All right. All okay, right. that's enough. I gotta got, got go. I got. I, all right, all right, it was all really right. nice meeting you. <laughs> Stop talking. This guy just won't shut up. Uh, nice. Did either of you watch the Little League World Series? Uh, I actually did watch a little bit of I it. Did not. Okay. 
Did you watch any of the commercials? Um, kinda. Because there was one commercial that caught me off guard. Uh, okay. And they played it. They played it a couple times. All right. So I was in and out of the house all day because I was dealing with the water and the. I was mowing the lawn. So I put the the Little League World Series on for the dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause, you know, Big baseball they, fans? Uh, they, just, they like Chase. having noise. Seaball, chase ball. <laughs> uh, they, you know, and then like, so I was like, I just need to, I need to eat something real quick. So I'd, I'd sit down to, you know, to eat, eat a little, little snack or something. Mm-hmm. And I was watching the Little League World Series and there, there was a commercial and it had a series of couples. Uh, in their pajamas okay. or uh, on a bed all opening a box and and uh, very Pulp Fiction-esque. You know, when you open the briefcase, it's shiny. Yeah. You can't see what's in it. Uh-huh. So they're all opening the box away from the screen. Yeah. So they're looking at you The like basically you're holding the box like that's and, and then the words start appearing on the screen about how Adults need toys too. Oh yeah. Oh my. And 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 sometimes you you want to keep things secret, but uh, they said you know, the commercial then said something about what happens in the bedroom, uh, between two <laughs> consent. Basically, it was a sex toy commercial, <laughs> and like they they were selling a locked toy box. Yeah. And, like they had a whole bunch of. Uh, it was a company called Lovers Lane. Okay, I think I did see this. Um, Lovers Lane. Lovers Lane. I had I, I had to Google it uh, because I didn't know if it was an online store. It seems that I might have accidentally picked up the Chicago broadcast of the Little League World Series because <laughs> it it lo- there's a Lovers Lane like somewhere down in the Chicago area. Okay. Um, maybe there's one closer. I don't know. I, I just. I didn't like, to... You didn't dive that much into it. You're just no, like, I didn't. No, I'm gonna just get this off my phone now. <laughs> Are these the stores that like pop up on like the side of the road, like on highways, like next to like the cheese shops? This seemed more like a like a city news and video store. Okay, okay. Where like it's it's a well established, like you know what that store is over there. Okay, you just don't go. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. Oh. Why do you think they would play it during the World Little League World Series? That's my question. Like it, it's like okay, I get showing the commercial, like you know, maybe showing a little bit later at night, maybe during regular baseball. Yeah, you know, you know, maybe the maybe the Sunday night game, you know, the the one that you know, are are you know the you know whatever obscure network you know USA or you know something like that, but. During the Little League World Series, doesn't it seem a little bit out of bounds to show I, a, I, sec, a sex I, toy? I got a theory on why they had that commercial during that. Okay. Because you're, you're watching the Little League World Series, and you look over, and you see your lump of a child just sitting there doing nothing with their life. <laughs> and then that commercial makes you think, yeah. maybe if we go there, we can spice things up, and we can have a winner. Mmm. <laughs> mmm. I like that. <laughs> It's not too late for us to get a World Series champ yeah. of our own. This one's not going to support us financially. <laughs> I like that. Man. That's that's a good theory. 
my my question is that like as a parent, you're watching the Little League World Series. Now, granted, I'm 43 and I don't have kids, so it's already a little weird that I'm watching the Little League World Series. Oh, you were watching it. The dogs were watching it. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you don't I, want to I, change the channel on them. You don't want to be rude. Right. That is true. <laughs> um, you come in, change the channel. They'd be like, what the fuck? I was watching that. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I mean, they could, you know, that, that we'll use that as an excuse. Yeah. But it does seem that like that's a program definitely more dedicated or geared towards having the youth watch it. Um, yeah, I feel like there was a, I feel like there was definitely some uncomfortable conversations that happened that night. Oh, hey, mom, can we go to Lover's Lane so I can get me a toy box? <laughs> I love blind boxes. <laughs> I, I'm, a, I always like a good mystery box. <laughs> I want to get me one of those locking toy toy boxes so my sister keeps stop stealing all my toys, and they're like. <laughs> Wait, what store did you say? You know, yeah. Or, or you know, they're sitting there watching the kid. You know, watching it with the kid. Just like, don't right. ask, don't ask me. Just looking at the kid. Don't ask, don't ask, don't ask, don't ask. What's this? Oh shit! What kind of <laughs> what kind of toys are in that toy box? <laughs> I want a glowing toy. You just have to hope that they're on some sort of device during the commercial breaks, and they're not, uh, you know catching on to these ads that's true i just well because i you know like i've i've heard this conversation before about like you know you're watching a sporting event or, or some sort of nice wholesome tv uh like event that's that's geared towards the family mm-hmm. and it cuts to like it, it's more than christmas like so you're watching like how the grinch stole christmas for like the 30th straight year and it cuts to commercial for like, you know, CSI, whatever. And they're like, oh, my God, eight bodies in this refrigerator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, hey, Charlie Brown. That's the most Charlie Browniest G ever. <laughs> I'm going to rape and murder the next 20 women that walk in. <laughs> next on NCIS, you know, Tacoma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah unfortunate ad placements <laughs> although i still think the most unfortunate but yet awesome ad placement ever was during walking dead there was a scene in the walking dead where there was a couple characters that had gotten trapped into a shed and and one of them just got torn up like just shredded by the zombies and it cut to a KFC commercial. <laughs> nice. Just <laughs> oh, awesome. like, all right. So, oh, hey, look at that. Once again, I forget. Oh, <laughs> I <didn't> hear that. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then, ah, never yeah. mind. <laughs> I didn't accidentally yeah. leave my ringtone on. Nothing happened. <laughs> Nothing happened. Nothing. Okay, so, so this week on the internet, a conversation popped up and, and overtook Twitter for a couple hours at least. Red flag movies. Mm-hmm. The idea that there's a, a movie or a TV show 
that like when somebody tells you, oh, I love that movie, or I'm a big fan of that movie, you automatically go, ooh. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I don't trust this person. <laughs> <laughs> They're suspect. The, this, can't, the, this can't be good. The examples that they gave on, on Twitter were Fight Club and Joker. Oh, okay. Uh, because I think I did this wrong, then. <laughs> oh. Well, that, that's that's okay. Because I think I got to thinking about it, and I was like, "But I love Fight Club." No, I get that. Like, it's definitely a satire, and like, you don't want to try to live your life like the narrator slash Tyler Durden. Right. You don't. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, put Justin on the red flag. <laughs> um. And, but I guess there's a lot of people recently or more, uh, you know, in, in recent times that have kind of lost the satire and are taking it very seriously. And like, they're like, we should live our life that way. Um, uh, the Joker being a, obviously a more recent movie. Yeah. Uh, I think is a little bit more problematic uh, because of the same kind of like, you know, I don't know if the movie because the other thing, well, the thing with with Fight Club is that because David Fincher has said it, like he didn't make that movie without like knowing that he was trying to make satire. Mm-hmm. Joker, I don't know what their concept was there uh, because they really tried to turn him into a sympathetic villain rather than just a straight like evil malevolent force. But I'm also of the mind that you can enjoy a movie or like a movie mm-hmm. that you know the bad guy is the, the main focus or the bad guy wins. Yeah. You, know, you know, you can enjoy a movie for being a good movie and not be like, well, you're a dick. Right. <laughs> so I had I had uh, asked you guys to come up with a list of of red flag movies. Yeah. When when somebody says this movie. Is is I love this movie or I, it's my favorite movie? You're immediately like, I don't trust you. Right. Okay. So, what do you got? Okay. Well, so I'm not so sure if I did this the right way, but I have a list. So if someone tells me that their favorite movie is any of those shitty parody movies, <laughs> I immediately judge their taste in comedy. Okay. Um. Uh-huh. If someone tells me that they like Jack and Jill, <laughs> I immediately judge their taste of comedy. I think maybe there's something like seriously wrong with their brain. Uh, someone tells me they like Twilight. Again, I have to question. I, that's a red flag for me. And finally, if someone tells me that their favorite movies are documentaries such as Loose Change or Plandemic, I have to. That's another immediate red flag, and I'm okay. not sure if I want to associate with them. I had not thought about documentaries, <laughs> so I had not put loose change or pandemic on there. But I'm add me to that list. Okay, that's yeah. That's a good way to go about it too. Now, no, yeah, you because uh, questioning their their taste or their their ability to understand good comedy. Yes. I wouldn't say somebody who's like my favorite movie's date movie. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be in a, like. Well, I just don't trust you. 
I'd be like, yeah, you might be special needs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's not like I wouldn't trust them as a person, but I definitely wouldn't trust their taste or their recommendations. Yeah. Like I, I really struggled coming up with a list of red flag movies myself because like I look through some of the movies that I'm like, these are amazing movies. And I'm like fight club seven, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm, I might be on a list, but I did, I did think of DW Griffith's uh, Griffith's, uh, Birth of a Nation. It's that uh, it's it's a really old black and white movie that, that makes the Ku Klux Klan the hero oh. instead of like it's it's one of those. It's not the first movie ever, but it's like the first blockbuster or whatever. Like there's a lot of a lot of people who maybe it was the first. I can't remember. There's something first about it, and it, but it was basically it's just this giant like. You cannot deny how racist it is. So if you're like, that's my favorite movie, I'm like, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, what was that that one director for for in Germany? Uh, Lenny Leah uh, Re- Riefenstahl. Lenny Riefenstahl. Uh, I'm not sure. She she just, you're speaking German to us. <laughs> worked for the Nazis. Ah. See. Elsa the uh, She-Wolf. <laughs> uh, well, but that that's making fun of the Nazis. I, <laughs> yeah, I, think. I don't know. I've never seen it. So, Justin, did you have do you have a list? Well, mine wasn't like specific, like people or that type of stuff. But mine was definitely with like movies. Jeremy took with documentaries. I was thinking about that now. Like people who were talking about like if they watched the Flat Earth documentary. Yeah, like the flat earthers, I kind of am like, yeah. Okay. Now, now watched it just to see what they're thinking, or watched it because they're like, yeah, I agree. Like the people who believe it, like they believe the earth is flat. Okay, yeah. Have like you the, actually? Sorry, I say uh, I've watched parts of it. Have you actually run into people like that? I, I mean, I, I, I think they would keep that to themselves. I don't know too many. People, we might all. This happened before we started the podcast, so I don't know if we've had this conversation. But a really good friend of mine in college, whose name I will not mention, just in case, because I do have a lot of friends who were who, who I went to college with that are, are like our, our podcast, and, yeah. and the one guy, the one guy whose podcast we've been promoting, uh, '80s like flashback, is a friend from college, so it's not him. Tim is a great guy. This other guy uh, was one of my best friends in college. He was amazing. Like he'd do anything for a dollar. Uh, it, it was, you'd be like, lick this deodorant. Okay. <laughs> lick the front of this truck after we just drove through a bug storm. Uh, hey, it's, it's uh, 20 degrees outside. Go jump in that fountain. <laughs> But uh, right. I mean, not not just because he'd do anything for a dollar, city but do. he was, <laughs> but he like he was a good guy. Like we, you know, but he also had some interesting side hustles. Okay, uh, where he sold bootleg porn and adult toys out of his uh, his trunk. Oh my god! All right, uh, so he's the one that needed that uh, the toy box. Yeah, he, well. <laughs> Uh, he, he smoked a lot of pot, but would tell us that he could quit anytime. It wasn't an addiction. And we'd be like, all right, just 
don't do it for a week then. Well, I don't want to. <laughs> but I'm not addicted. Don't do it for, you know, don't do it for a week. If you're not addicted, don't do it for a I don't want to give it that. Yeah. But like he was. Would you tell also, someone that's taking antidepressants to stop taking their antidepressants for a no, week that's, too? That's different. Oh, is that's it? <laughs> okay, uh, go on. <laughs> All right. Uh, but uh, like he was also like my music friend. Like him and I were into a lot of the same music, uh, a lot of the same movies. Like we went to concerts together. Uh, you know, we did. I mean, we we hung out a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I moved. I graduated, moved on. He graduated, moved on. So we've only kind of briefly kept up with each other. Uh, but earlier this year, late last year, uh, he started post like. Over the last year or two, he's been posting a lot of really weird stuff on Facebook. Mm. And uh, he started going on, like, he started posting off some stuff about uh, Flat Earth. Uh oh. Oh, and, boy. And about, like, it was at the, you know, it might have been actually longer than a year. It might have been slightly before the COVID thing because he, he wasn't on, on that train yet, but he, it was around the time that that was starting. And like he said something about flat earth and I, I messaged him privately and I was like, I hope you're just kidding about the flat earth thing. Uh, but like, dude, like seriously, it's coming off like, you know, you might like actually you're, like believe you're fucking it. Like, nuts. like it, it's coming. So I just want to make sure that you're just trying to be funny. And he was like, no, man, like, why? And he starts going off about this. And, I, and so like, he's like, you can't prove. And I, so like, I was like, I can prove that the earth is round. Look at it. Like <laughs> we've got pictures from space. Well, nobody's actually been to space. Those are lot, you know, you know, they totally believes in that lot, you know, that NASA's a complete lie. Those photos are all faked. Like you can't get past that one layer of atmosphere. I mean, you've heard the theories before. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, all Ryan cons- Belt or whatever yeah. it's called. We all right. have a he, he tried, theory here. He tried to say that like flat Earth was biblical, and that's when I, I think that's probably when I was finally, finally like, whoa, hold on, buddy. Mm. Like you can make fun of flat Earth and you can talk about flat Earth all you want, but now that you're bringing like you and I went to the same college, mm-hmm. we had a lot of the same classes together. I know what you were taught. That's not it. Mm-hmm. And he. Uh, what did he call me? How did he put it? He called me a beta male bitch. <laughs> wow, um, that's harsh. Yeah, and there was some <laughs> other things. And I was finally like, dude, when you get your shit together, contact me. But until then, like, just leave me alone. Like, we're done. And he just started spamming me with all these, like, the sites or whatever about how how he could try to prove that the earth is flat hmm. and i was like i can easily disprove every one of these uh and i had to i had to actually had to block him like i had to like i blocked a friend over flat earth oh my goodness that's Ow. crazy man <laughs> and he wasn't like this at all when you were when you were in college i mean if you go back and see the fact that he went to extremes with a lot of things like after he watched the matrix he stopped using spoons yeah (laughs) Uh, because of that one scene in the matrix Uh, i just marked that down as that he was a pothead 
um wow you know you are you know and you realize now like you you go back and you're like oh there were signs that once he gets a hold of an idea like it's 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 over it's over like it's over over, johnny (laughs) and so i don't know if it was his he found the wrong websites or or he fell in in line with the wrong crowd but uh is it because you moved away and you weren't there to Guy, no, because he, no, because no, he, no, he, no. <laughs> he was too no, far because, because even if I had stayed in Atlanta, he had moved back down to Florida. So, wow. so uh, you know, he had, those Floridians, yeah, it, I tell you, yeah, something in the yeah, water he, over there. <laughs> like, it, like the level of crazy that he started coming at me with when I started, when I tried to call him out on some of it was just like, I might need to contact CPS. And get your kids taken away. Cause, oh, bad! I didn't know that there was kids involved. Because you, you are probably fucking your kids up. Yeah. Well, hopefully, uh, you know, uh, it's uh, he learns the errors of his ways. I hope so. Um. So, are, what's the le- are we giving? Is a lesson here that stay away from drugs? Uh. Well. Stay away from flat earthers. I think it's more about stay away from flat earthers. Okay. Because I'm not okay. I'm yeah. not gonna blame I'm not gonna blame the pot for his craziness. It didn't help. No, it amplified the person it, that was it, already there. Like it you know, it, it definitely it definitely doesn't and, and you know the thing is like and, and part of me part of it was I did at some point I called him out on it. I was like, dude, you and I went to college together. We spent a lot of time drinking behind the church across the street and smoking cigars. Yeah. I I know what you used to sell out of your trunk. You know, mm-hmm. I know the eBay scams you used to, to pull. So don't pull this self-righteous, you know, all this, all this crap now. Yeah. Like, I know who you are. It was like, okay, <laughs> you, you've fallen in with some wrong people, you know? <laughs> wow and that's I, crazy. I will say i will say i do know that people can change and people grow up but you know eh, there's a level you know yeah hmm. but you're still if you if he were to reach out and be like all right i was wrong you'd you'd, he, you'd be he, open to that i would yeah, be Nick, nicholas blocked him i did block him but Oh no! How would I reach out to Nicholas and tell him I was wrong? <laughs> there are ways that he would be able to get to me. Okay. Yeah. You know, about... Sorry. Mutual friends. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, what about that one dude that uh, we pissed off, or rather, he pissed us off, and then we cut off all communication with him? I I don't know. I have not heard from him in a while. All right. Like. He, I did notice that like him and I are still friends on Snapchat. So like, I don't, you know, but <laughs> well, we just, that. so like, I don't know if it's just cause both of us are too lazy to like take each other off from Snapchat or like, you know, whatever, but neither of us work at that same place anymore. Oh so, yeah. Right. You know, so I just, you know, who knows? Okay. Oh, fuck him. He, he's probably long since over it. I haven't gotten over it. (laughs) 
he called us Bush League, and I will never forget that. Uh, the podcast oh, okay. that holds grudges. <laughs> that is true. It's like over eight years later. Wow. <laughs> um, hey, I'm still mad at Don Beebe, and that's been like over 25 that's years. <laughs> well, let's keep, yeah, good. Don't let it go. Yeah. Um, Man, how did we get here? Oh, oh from the red, red flag. Red, red flag yeah. movies. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right. So we're basically, we're saying that red flag movies are more of documentaries that people are like, I love this documentary, than the actual movies. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. I can yeah. live with that. Especially with some of the movies that we like. People are probably yeah. like, all right, this guy's, this guy's not right. Yeah. I love Sharknado. <laughs> uh, check. Who, did, who, who doesn't? Yeah, who doesn't? That's what. That's the real question. Hey, oh. hey, hey, Justin, you want to see me shock Jeremy again? Like literally, like like the way we did that one time. <laughs> the, like the right. Robin, Robin Williams. It's like uh, the Robin Williams. Jeremy, Ed Asner passed away this morning. <laughs> no, not Ed Asner. <laughs> I mean, he was like in his nineties. He's, he's old. He, he was ninety-one. So, uh, <laughs> I I had to look him up, and I was just because I was curious. Uh, so obviously, he was on Mary Tyler Moore, followed by Lou Grant. Um, but man, he has four hundred and twenty-one acting credits. Holy fucking crap! Wow, <laughs> dude, dude started whatever he started, and he never stopped. That's um, amazing. He he was nineteen fifty. Uh, it says he's is when he started. I mean, there there. I mean, that's like porn star level uh, ta- uh, putting out. Qu- yeah. Um, he was uh, J. Jonah Jameson in the Spider-Man cartoon in the nineties. Wow. He was he was Hudson on the Gargoyles, which I believe is a cartoon we all love. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, he was Granny Goodness in multiple DC animated movies. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> he was Carl from Up. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Santa from Elf. Oh, nice. Um, he won se- seven primetime Emmys, which is more than any other male has ever won. Wow. Uh, he, also won five, he also won five Golden Globes. I knew Ed Asner was a big deal until this morning or until this afternoon when I looked it up. I didn't realize how big a deal he really was. Like, yeah, yeah, that's quite a resume. That's very impressive. So, wow. Um, I honestly, though, I you could have told me he was already dead. <laughs> I probably would have believed you, but I uh, it doesn't I take anything away. <laughs> I I figured as much. I didn't figure it would get the same Robin Williams reaction. I'm not sure anything will ever get that reaction. I don't think so. I don't think anything will top that. That was I legitimately was stunned when you guys told me that. It's a good thing you don't hold a grudge uh, against people who are on the podcast no, with you. No, no. <laughs> but that's uh, man, great, good on them. Okay, well. Um, just because I think we need to do it, uh, but we're gonna. We're, I know we've been going for a little while now. Yeah. Uh, let's let us move on with our favorite segment. Yeah. So, 
you bastard again. <laughs> well, what the fuck? Are you going to say it? <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right. So say it. No, let's go. Let's go. Let's. I, there's so much air. I didn't know. I felt like someone had to say something. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I wasn't going to do it. I'm to America's podcast. No. I'm to America's got talent. Let's go. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Did. I guess we should have asked before we started, but did you watch it this week? Yeah, I watched it. Okay. Yeah. Justin? Yep. Okay. All right. Can can we can I make a suggestion? Yeah. So can we, as we're going through the acts, just tell everybody if they were eliminated or not? Is that possible? Just kind of a quicker recap because of the yeah. time already. Okay. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. So you Justin, you might have to remind me. Because I wrote it down the way I normally do. Randomly? Well, no. Like, I wrote down my impression of each thing. And then I got down to the, like, you know, the the fact that these three people were the, you know, okay. and then this person versus that person. Okay. So, my first impression was, what the fuck? How did Storm Large win the wild card? Yeah. I mean, now, granted, you guys didn't watch the wild card show. So you didn't see what I saw, mm-hmm. but of of the guys that were on the wild card, she was the worst one, hands down. The uh, worst who, one. Who were the other ones again? Uh, Dylan Veng Vengwell. Uh, Wasn't he the piano kid? Yeah, he was the piano kid. There was uh, him. There was the guy who lost his wife, singer. There yeah. was the Kobe guy, singer. Okay. Uh, okay, that's there. there was there was the magician who who did a lot of the close up card magic who was really good. Okay, there was the guy who lost his wife in the Kobe crash, and then there was a stand up comedian. Now the guy who lost his wife in the Kobe crash was okay, but like so I would have ranked him Dylan, magician, comedian, guy who lost his wife, Storm Large. Okay. Like she was terrible. Wow. And somehow she won the wild card. I don't get it. I really don't. Shit's rigged, man. This. All right. So on to, on to the, on to the episode. Okay. On to the episode. So the first act was uh, Uni- Unicycle Flow came out first. All right. Cool in a weird way, but I was impressed. Yep. I, I said felt more like a halftime act than Vegas headliner. Okay. Like yeah, coming uh, out at the halftime of like a Bucks game or something. Just yeah, I could see that. Like it would be hard to picture as a lengthy thing. Yeah, as like a headlining. Yeah, hour long act. Yeah, I I thought that maybe you know that uh, that martial arts uh, demonstration that comes through every couple of years. Yeah, that they're they're always that they advertise for at like whenever those fancy theaters are downtown. Yeah, like I thought maybe they would do like. They could be part of that or something. Yeah. You know. Um, but since we are this one, this one I happen to know. They went through. They went through. Yes. They, yes, they, they advanced. Were, they were uh the judge, the judges picked them uh three to one. The judges Oh finally, no, no controversy. No controversy this time. They they didn't take the cheap way out, they actually picked them. Okay. Uh Anika. I think that's how you say that. A singer yeah. was the next one. I put uh, 
She was definitely better the first time. Took a step back. Jeremy, you got you got anything? I mean, I would agree with that. <laughs> I wrote this is AGT, not the ETBT. <laughs> All right, that's good. She yeah. was awful. Yeah, and vote got voted out, understandably so. Yes. Uh, next was Leah Kyle, who was the was she the quick change artist? Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Again, I liked her first performance better. This one was still good, but her first one was better. I agree. Uh, but it was still. I I had, I listened back to the last episode and I said, "Wow, I think week three looks like it's got a strong lineup. Like right. it's going to be tough." Yeah. Uh, I must have cursed it because man, almost everybody on this list took a step back. Like I there's, thought, I thought the same thing watching it. I was like, "This is not like there's, the strong." There's one or two that that really stepped up. But most everybody took yeah. a huge step back. Yeah, this was mostly Bush League. <laughs> <laughs> but she did go on. Yeah, she went through. I guess I don't remember her first performance all that well because I was pretty impressed with this one. I like. I'm still. Stuff. I'm still impressed because I don't know how you're. They're doing the quick change outfit in front of you. They're not exactly. doing like the. Yeah. The pull the curtain up and then drop it. You know? Yeah, it's just like you crazy. snap your fingers and you change your outfit. Yeah, I don't understand that at all. I, yeah. Witch, yeah. Witchcraft. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, followed by Curtis Family C Notes. Also felt the same way. This performance wasn't as good as the first. What have I been saying about song choice and how important song now, choice is? Don't let your they parents made a- pick your song choice. They made a very bad uh, song choice, and then they chose not to do anything to it. Like they just did it straight, and they went home for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, um, this is this is what happens when you make bad song choices, right? And we had Keith Apicary, the crazy ass dancer. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I put. Halftime show. Now you really liked him, didn't you, Jeremy? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm I was familiar with him from like some of his uh previous stuff I've seen on YouTube. He's actually done like some other things before, and I, I liked his first one. This his one, it's like one, his first one was entertaining. This one was just boring. Yeah, like nothing like really made me laugh or like wowed me. It was just like, all right, dude, like your 15 my, minutes is up. <laughs> my thing was like this guy got on over Dylan Vangwall or, you know, some of the other acts, even acts that I can't remember the name of that, like, because there was like 58 or 60 something acts they said yes to mm-hmm. and only 36 that got on the show. Yeah. You guys chose this guy over some of them? Well, and Seth Ward, too. Think about that. Yeah, oh, yeah. look at that. That's a bad one. Yeah. Yeah. These two, him and Seth Ward, I don't at, think at least, been anywhere in the lives. At least Keith Apicary has, like, really good high-level energy for and a good, like, good stage presence, and the song was catchy. There's some positives here. Uh, uh, but he did, not, he did not go on. No, he did not go he did on. Not. <laughs> uh, then you had Michael Winslow. Who, for being an established comedian, yeah. he fell apart. Yeah, like that is that was sad. Yeah, kind kind of boring was my note. Yeah, 
Like I, like he just started making sounds. Like he didn't even have like a set or like. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of trying to tell a story about crossing a street. Yeah, and like, and then he's like, comes. Oh, yeah, and then he's like, all right, I can do a horse. I can do ducks. I can do. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it wasn't cohesive at all. It just. Oh. The first one was good though, wasn't it? It was like yeah, actually first... like a funny stand-up routine. Right. It was yeah. it was like he just like was coasting on the fact that like he's Michael know, Winslow. He's, he's been a stand-up comedian for you know 40 years or however uh, long he has yeah. been. And like just didn't pick a set. Like he was just like, oh, I'm gonna go Sounds. out there and I'm gonna I'm gonna go out there and then like he just or he forgot whatever his set was. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, was... but he just he fell apart. It was awkward, uh, but he went on. He did. Do you do you think he won the instant save on name recognition? Name recognition alone. I didn't know how he went on, but okay. I just looked. I it can up. see that. Yeah. Yeah. I could. See oh, that. I know this guy. Let's vote for yeah. him. Oh, that's my. That's the guy from Police Academy. I liked that's that the, movie when I was a kid. That's the guy from Spaceballs. Right. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Followed by Brooke Simpson. Now, what did she sing again? I forgot. I don't remember what she sang, but I, wrote, I don't remember what she sang either. But I wrote best performance so far, and then I'm going to amend that to best performance of the night. Like she blew it. Like yeah. not blew it. I was going to say blew, blew the house it away. Down. Blew it away. Blew blew the house down. Oh she, yeah, she sang that Billie Eilish song. Okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I put I put real good talent could win could possibly win it all. She has a shot. Uh, after over some of the weak people who got through the last two weeks, if she shows up in the the semifinals or the finals, bringing the fire like she brought, yeah. uh, you know, last night or, or I guess not last night, but a couple, you know, yeah. this week, whenever, yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Uh, obviously, she went on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, was it Real Chris? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Real, real, real Chris. Real Chris. Yeah. Real, real, yeah. Yeah. The uh, three brothers acrobats. Dude, so that were... that is a level of strength that I don't understand. Yeah, the strength and the concentration it takes to do that. I, I mean, it's I've seen some of it in years past. Uh, but it was a strong act overall. Like I thought they did really good, mm-hmm. so I wasn't mad they went through. Uh, not sure how much further they'll go, though. I don't know if that's like a. A lot of these it's, felt like uh, halftime acts, halftime shows. Like that yeah. guy who comes out and stacks the chairs. Well, I mean, there's that red panda lady who does the bowls and like rides around on the unicycle and throws the bowls. Um, I saw her on AGT a few years ago, and now apparently she makes quite a living going around doing NBA halftime shows. Yeah, so. I seen. I don't. It was an older guy that used to like stack chairs. He's on America's Got Talent. I seen him at a halftime show at the the Bucks game. Oh, well, interesting. Yeah. Anyway, next one, one of Nicholas's favorites, Chap Kids Dance uh. Group. <laughs> Nothing I hadn't seen before. I was bored. Yep. And you get to see it one more time. Minimum. Yeah. Minimum, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. Hopefully I mean, the last. That ended up being 
uh, Chapkins versus Curtis family C notes or whatever they were. I I had wrote it was the wrong choice, but I didn't necessarily agree with. I didn't disagree with the Curtis family being sent home. Yeah, they they dropped but the ball. When I at the end of the episode before I watched the the results show, I looked through and went, "There's only like five acts, maybe six that I would pick to go through." There's somebody going through that doesn't deserve it. And you think it was this one? Yeah, absolutely. But they, they went through because, well, them and Michael Winslow both went through because there were a lot of other bad bad acts. Yeah. yeah. This was a real rough week, right. I think. Yeah. 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 Okay, next up, Storm Large. Singing a different version of Take On Me. Uh, yeah. Wow. Sure. Not- Immediately, yeah. immediately proved why she didn't deserve to win the wild card. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that wasn't good. It was bad. Yeah, I did. Def- I did wonder if she had some assets that were going to get her voted through. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know. that certainly helps. It didn't help enough to get her to go on, though. No, it does not. No. No. Only gets you so far. Uh, next up was Kleck Entos, a creepy magician. I wanted it to be good. So did same. I. Same, same. It just, he fucked up. Did, okay, so you caught that. Yeah, yeah. She, I thought I was the only one. She caught, she touched the 14, right? I right. mean, yeah. Yeah, she, yeah, he just kept going. Or yeah. Made, uh, yeah. No, you picked 13. Yeah. No, I, I touched 14. They just, they glossed over it. Yeah. And then none of the judges brought it up. No, like, yeah. That was awkward. I kept, I kept waiting for Simon to be like, so yeah. Yeah, I thought that was going to be the reason why he did the X in the first place. But oh. no. no. Yeah. It was I mean, such a cool concept, though. I mean, a horror magician, that's 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 neat. Right, but... right in our wheelhouse. Things we yeah. like here on this podcast. Yeah. I, I wanted to I going into the act I wanted to like it I wanted it to be good I wanted it to like you know really hit mm-hmm. and and then, like I picked him to go through solely on like I liked the concept mm-hmm. over like chap kids do you vote for these people no because I never watch oh. them in time all right like you know like I don't watch it what is it Tuesday night it airs yeah. I was like this week, I think we watched them both on Thursday. So like, yeah, you know, like I don't know, I don't know how they how they do it because I don't know how many people really watch this stuff live anymore. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, we only had ten votes this week because <laughs> <laughs> the only people left watching cable. Right. They should leave it open longer because of that well, reason. Because people, but so they do the results just stream, yeah. So like they, they show the episode Tuesday night and then the results show is Wednesday night. Yeah. So how could they leave it open longer? I mean um, they you know I mean they're already pushing the show. I mean it is a good theory, but I mean you're gonna extend like if you had to put a week in between each maybe you don't show the results on TV, then you just open the polls for a week and then on their website or whatever it'll be like these are the X that went through, these are the X that went home. Yeah. I mean, a lot okay. of the results show is a lot of just filler garbage that yeah. we don't yeah. need. 
like, like past the, contestants and okay. the driver's ed so, thing was fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it was. It was so stupid. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was just another way to bring Darcy Lynn back out. <laughs> yeah. Up. What is there especially with Darcy Lim? <laughs> well, and Shin Lim. I love Shin Lim. I think he's great. Yeah. But man, that guy won't won't stop being on that show either. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> oh, and Lindsay Sterling. Oh yeah, like she keep, yeah. she keeps showing up all the time too. Yeah, and she she won her. It was on her so like season like four or something like that. So mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's uh, weird too. Like they show ten fucking minutes of what you watched last night. Like because I I counted it. I was like, this is ten minutes. Do you so do you do what I do? Fast forward. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Fast forward. Be, well, because I just watched the re- I just watched the episode like five minutes ago. Yeah, I don't need a recap on it. I mean, even board. if you watched it the night before, I mean, do you need to see all those things again? Like that's yeah, insane. Yeah, the polls I closed and it's fresh in your mind. Like, oh, I already yeah. it. I can't change my mind now. <laughs> so I fast forward through the recap. Let them talk. Let Terry talk a little bit, and then when they get to the, let's go to the fresh like pop it. I don't even know what they're calling it now. Mm-hmm. It used to be the. Poppin' Fresh Lounge or the it's Snapple that, Lounge? Yeah, it's that Sonic. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Sonic. Quick Bite or something like that. Yeah, whatever that. I fast-forwarded through that. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's all garbage. Yeah. Oh, I'm and, so excited to be here. Of course you are. Yeah, what we, else we, are you going to say? Know, we know you're excited, yeah. <laughs> Why am I still here? I should have been sent home months ago. I don't deserve this. <laughs> I have also uh, fast-forwarded through special acts. In the past, this um, year I haven't, yeah. but I've been like, you brought out who? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the last act of tonight was the World Taekwondo Demonstration Team. Great job. Yeah, started started a little slow, but it got real good towards yeah. the end. So yeah, they went through. Yeah. And normally, big groups, I don't feel like I could watch for us. This- Suspended period, but I mean, I could watch those guys for a while. I feel. I think I they do. Even though they're a large group, they do a good job of keeping your attention, mm-hmm. like in the one area. Yeah. Where some of the other ones, like that, uh, the unicycle one, there's just so much going on, you don't know where to watch. Mm-hmm. But these guys are like, okay, you watch here, you watch here, so it keeps your attention better than being like, okay, I got to try to track this all. Yeah. And I feel like those guys could craft a story pretty well. Like they have the message already. Like if they were asked like, okay, now we need you to do like a full on thing. Like, I feel like they have the ability to do that, but I don't know. So I was a little shocked that the judges went three to one unicycle over storm large, just because. We're expecting two to two. I was expecting two to two. I actually expected the judges to pick storm large over the unicycle. Mm. Because she won the wild card, and they wanted to be proven right. But yeah, I think they understood. Like even they were like, "Yeah, you fell apart." Like, I mean, but does, that has to make them look bad, right? Like, or make the the show look bad. They put together this whole wild card thing, put it on Peacock. Uh, the fr- and then like she comes out, falls apart, and gets voted off. Like, like right away, yeah. Like yeah. right away. Like if oh, she made it to the sa- semi, we saved you. Oh, you suck. Yeah. Get out of here. Oops. Yeah. Our, our bad guys. 
That's yeah. a, what a waste of time. <laughs> oh well. That went them all. Yeah. All right. So any any parting parting wisdom? Any anything else? Any any news stories? Any anything uh, anybody wants to bring up? Oh boy. I don't this, have much. I'd say this late in, probably not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I watched Suicide Squad. I liked it a lot. All right, we'll yeah. recap that. We'll That's recap my that quick next, review. <laughs> next week. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, you know, if you're a bad dancer, or at least try to build an act on pretending like you're a bad dancer, or you've somehow sneakily won a wild card that you didn't deserve because you have two assets that you put out on front, or maybe you picked thir- uh, 14 over 13. Just remember, America, stupid never walks alone. Shut what up! I'm, what, what I'm doing. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh. No kid acts. <laughs> Nicholas hates kid acts. <laughs> and animals. Hey. And choirs. Choirs. Definitely I love, choirs. I love animals. Choirs and kid acts. They, uh, operas, they can fuck right off with the choirs. Operas, kid acts, choirs. Yeah. Nurses. Giant group dances. Uh, <laughs> freedom. Freedom. <laughs> Just people in general, really. Yeah. <laughs> You're not too far off. All right. Uh, so we should probably start doing this, huh? That's a good idea. <laughs>